Podcast. Podcast. Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back to Fanboys and a Filthy Casual. Back with you again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. <laughs> Please leave that in. Please leave that. That's the big. This is Harold. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it was Hold so on. much cooler in my head. <laughs> so, well, it's me, Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. So, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That actually sounded That actually legit. sounded legit right there. Okay, cool. So, um, welcome back. This is Two Fanboys and the Tipability Casual. And um, I apologize. We are having a little bit, way too much fun here. Um, uh, you know, this is going to be, what, the, the third or fourth episode Fourth episode without our uh, co-host Lewis, and it's it's almost like there's like a a gaping hole in my heart, and uh, we wanted to make sure that he is around. So we wanted, you know, just to be able to say that this is Dennis, this is Lewis, and this is Harold. And it's almost like we're complete. Yeah, I know. And then it feels like there's some kind of device that's holding the story back, like. Like, we don't know. Well, if there's anything that's holding and, and it's going to solve everything, it would be the... MacGuffin. There you go. See? So I'm hoping that, you know, our our, our plot hole our, is, 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 is going to be kind of resolved by... MacGuffin. Exactly. exactly. Thank you, Lou. Thank you, Lou. I appreciate it. Um, who said that anyway? This is Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is this is so stupid, <laughs> but I love it so much. <laughs> this is gonna be forty-five minutes of us laughing. <laughs> the soundboard. I, I apologize to all of our listeners. Um, We're usually more professional than this. Maybe. A no, little. not really. Not really. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, you know, um, two fanboys in a filthy casual. You usually talk um, about pop culture and everything. And on a serious note. Um, you know, Lewis has had to take care of some family business, um, and Lewis wanted us to give you, the listeners, um, an opportunity to hear from him. And no, this is not a joke. Okay, so um, here is a quick message from Lewis uh, for all of our faithful listeners. Well, again, this is Lewis for all of our faithful supporters and listeners and fans. I uh, wanted to say thank you for tuning in every week. I uh, really appreciate the love and support. Uh, week in and week out. Uh, thank you for sharing and keeping active on our pages. We truly appreciate it. Uh, we wouldn't be the page uh, we are without you guys. So thank you very much. Yeah, and um, you know, it, it, it. I know we joke around, and I know we've been uh, teasing Lewis a, a whole bit, but turns out um, absence does make the heart grow fonder. Yeah, the little phone call we had with him was like the first personal interaction. I've had with a guy in like a few weeks. Yeah, besides, was, I mean, besides the group chats, I know it's almost a tear, dude. I mean, it was a tiny one. <laughs> no, not really. No? Okay, cool. like he- hearing the story when he didn't know that we were listening to him. That's the story I want to hear. Yes. And if we, if we ever do the Patreon thing, uh, you're gonna have to ask Lewis that story about it himself. He probably won't remember what he was talking about, but I will. We will. And uh, and then will. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well. Um... Uh, enough with our shenanigans over here. Um, you know, we have a couple of things we wanted to talk about today. Uh, lots of, of fun and uh, exciting um, times right now. Um, you know, Thanksgiving's around the corner, but a couple of really great movies um, that I'm really looking forward to. Um, and one of them is Wakanda Forever. Um, 
Harold, when are you going to be watching it? Are you going to be watching it? I will be watching it opening night, hopefully. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Opening night. Damn. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why they changed opening days from Thursdays to Fridays. Because now I don't really have the opportunity to be one of the first people to watch stuff anymore. But I, I like I, I literally, this is what I do, though, is if I want to watch a movie without it being spoiled by anyone for me, I have to watch it as soon as possible. And generally, that means, yes, I will watch the movie by myself. And then if anybody else wants to watch it later, then I'll end up with watching it. So by the time you guys hear this, I'll probably have watched it at least once. So At least once. Um, I'm By the time you watch this, chances are I'm only going to have to watch it once. I'm going to have an opportunity to watch it in Topanga. Um, uh, I think the 3.30 uh, showing in Topanga. So looking forward to it. Um, I know for a fact that... Um, so far, it's been getting some really good press. Um, I've no, I've not actually seen the um, I read the reviews. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid it as much as possible. But um, so far, um, it seems like the, the the scores that everybody's been talking about is pretty good. Um, but before we get to our meat and potatoes of the day, um, uh, one thing I kind of kind of want to talk about, and it is MCU related. You know, one of the things that uh, when Doctor Strange into the uh, into the multiverse, multiverse, the multiverse of madness. What the hell just happened? <laughs> Look, uh, I was missing Lewis that much that I, uh, you know, I, I, I took him uh, and I, I took his uh, his persona for a second there, <laughs> okay. and, and I did it. But the multi multiverse of mad is that the term for it? Yes. Um, you know, one of the surprise. Um, things there, you know, uh, overall an okay movie, uh, but one of the biggest surprises and one of the pleasant surprises that we were able to find uh, different versions of, um, you know, various heroes from uh, the MCU, and, you know, we have a, a version of uh, of Captain Marvel, uh, we have a version of, uh, well, um, Betsy, Bra- not Betsy Braddock, um, you say Betsy Ross? Betsy Braddock. Uh, for some reason, I'm thinking, uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm thinking oh, different she's, Marvel characters. She's right going to make the American flag in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she she was a hero. She was a hero. Um, and, of course, we have Patrick Stewart's um, Professor X. But one of the biggest, uh, like, ooh, and ah moments for me was when we see John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I thought it was a, um, uh, it was a great casting. And I know for a fact that it was one of the um, the fan casting that everybody has been talking about. Mm-hmm. But chances are, since it seems like it was established in that that movie that those were um, different versions from from a different multiverse, chances are whoever are um, uh, Mister Fantastic um, is going to be uh, uh, is going to be somebody new. You know, so people have been talking about. Um, uh, Superman is it was supposedly considered to be uh, one of the, the the people that was uh, up and running there. Um, th- there's been a couple of them, but there's one that might have gone under the radar. Have you have you heard who? The, I have not. So if we uh, uh, so the um, the the new Ant Man and Wasp um, Quantum Mania movie made an announcement of a personal favorite of you and i yes sir okay and of course um you know we all know him at least me as chidi aragonia okay but um wilson um william william johnson harper um was announced to be to have a part 
in Quantumania. I see William Harper Jackson. What whatever what, what his name <laughs> Pretty is. close. <laughs> I, I got three names, David. He's Filipino. He's got two first names. <laughs> exactly. Um, but there's a, a rumors because of the way it was defined and the way it was described was that it was going to be a significant role. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't said anything, but one of the roles that was kind of that's been kind of connected to him is Mr. Fantastic. Ooh. So what do you th- what do you think of that fan casting? What how would you see? And I know you know people who are like uh, are talking about oh more representation, blah 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 blah. Uh, but a good actor is a good actor. Um, how would you feel? Um, if you see uh, Chidi Adagonia uh, walking through the, uh, the, the the portal, and it turns out that it's not it's not peace and uh, serenity, it's him becoming a uh, you know the afterlife is him becoming Mister Fantastic. How would you feel about that, dude? That's genius casting, though, bro. Like we're obviously we obviously are big fans of the Good Place. I mean, we don't refer to him as his real name. I don't refer to any of the characters. Besides maybe Kristen Bell, but she's Elmer (laughs) Shelshaw. But like everybody else, we'd refer to them by their like their their uh, character name from the show, and even post anything that happened. Um, If but if you are one of the unlucky people who's never watched his show, and standing by our recommendations by four out of four of us, (laughs) um, you might be missing out on one of the best shows ever made, ever ever made. No, no, taking that back. I'll, well, at least me and Dennis and probably Chris will stand by that. Lou is, uh, he would probably find some kind of MacGuffin. But like, because <laughs> <laughs> <That's good. laughs> he, he always finds his way out of something. But The Good Place is one of the best shows. And Chidi, as the intellectual, the hunky intellectual. Ooh, I didn't, I, I didn't consider that. He would still be the hunky. Yeah, and like, uh, no disrespect to anybody else that would play the character, but as far as intellectuals being portrayed on television or any kind of pop culture recently, Chidi is probably one of the best. Like, um, a likable, intelligent person. If you consider, you know, who played Mr. Fantastic in the last one, I can't even remember who it was. Um, I can't. It was, I couldn't remember Chidi's name, so... Yeah, so... I mean, and then I remember, like, Johan Griffith, Grufford, Grufford, from the original Fantastic Four, was just a British guy who's like, hey, I can I can put whites in my hair, and I'm technically, you know, Reed Richards. And, and, Reed Richards. and, and he, d- he did a decent job. He's, like, probably one of the best things about that movie, besides Chris Evans. And, you know, Chidi, though, super likable character and somebody who would automatically have that sense of aura of intelligence built in already so like when you would see him walk in through any kind of portal or any kind of transportation uh transport uh module and he would either don the fantastic four thing or just be like when he introduced like when um john krasinski came out he was already wearing the fantastic four thing and you can could just kind of guess who he was already so Something similar to that, I, I do at least for us, the impact's going to be pretty good. I do worry, as usual, about the backlash because some people are very adamant. My Mr. Fantastic. Exactly. Is- My Ms. Marvel. <laughs> My. 
uh, My Little Mermaid, but like it, that's it's the thing that people are gonna. Uh, I always feel bad about like when you do casting like this. It's not even stunt casting; it's proper casting. It's great casting. Um, like you said, um, he could say something as Reed Richards, and it could be like about temporal fields uh, and all of these things. I'd be like, yes, I agree. You are the smartest man on earth. Yeah, and it automatic it automatically gives him credibility mm-hmm. going in from and then like every character he's played since then is some kind of like some intelligent dork or like you know um, lovable guy. Which both ways to describe Reed Richards. Yeah, and so like if he can find his Jessica Alba, I mean people already gave gave like Michael B. Jordan crap for being the Human Torch in the last one. Would it be too much if we get Eleanor Shellstrop as a dude? If they do the whole <laughs> cast of the Good Place, I know Jason Mendoza is oh already God, Jason doing Jason Mendoza as fantastic as as a um, as the Human Torch, bro. <laughs> the Human Torch. Um, and he's just gonna be shouting though. <laughs> he's just. I mean, it's him just lighting things on fire. Right? Here's the thing. That... <laughs> it's, it's a Molotov cocktail already right there. <laughs> but you know, it's perfect casting. Now that you say that. What? Tahani is the thing? <laughs> Dude, yes. Yes. Okay, somebody you, you somebody just, out there. You just see Tahani like in the beginning, and then the whole time, one of the prettiest women in the world, you just do a CGI of a really ugly rock monster. <laughs> oh, my God. Why is... Oh, somebody. Somebody, if there, you have any connection at all, pitch this out to somebody. If somebody has any kind of artistic ability... And not just us photoshopping them over the body because that's it's super lazy and we could totally do that. But like an artist rendition of our version of the Fantastic Four, the Good Place, then you know, I think we'll go with that. Yeah, I like it. I mean, even if it doesn't go on on the big screen, I, I'd still be happy with that. I mean, any kind of representation we can get for the Good Place people. <laughs> that's so. That's so Dude, that's, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we just came <laughs> that's, that's why we. We don't need the, you know, what's his name again? Mr. Lewis. You gotta cut out the this is part. <laughs> Look, we're still working. I know we just figured that editing part. We we literally figured that out ten minutes before we started recording. So, uh, don't mind us, guys. We're just having fun. Okay. Uh, so next thing that we want to talk about is, uh, I guess one of the biggest news, and and I'm guessing this are meat and potatoes, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're going to wrap it up with yeah. uh, your little news over there. And then a little game that we're going to play. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that's been happening lately um, is it turns out that when you have a lot of money um, and a lot of time, uh, you can just pretty much do whatever you want. Um, and just recently, um, I've realized, I've come to the conclusion that I may just have avoided learning a new um, you know set of skills um, um, and it turns out I might you know even though I've been ridiculed by some um, some of some of you are here right in front of me um, like uh, talking to me right now um, but you know one of the things even though I'm supposed to be um, in po- uh, into pop culture and everything one thing I've never been able to really work with is Twitter I, I don't understand it. I'm like an old man. I'm a grandpa when it comes to to Twitter. And I have to tell you, I've been trying, to, like, like I was thinking to myself, maybe, just maybe, so that I can be um, hip to the hop. Um, I want to make sure, uh, I, maybe I'm going to learn uh, TikTok. Ooh, that's, that, that kind of rhymes. Hip to the hop, TikTok. 
Uh, but it turns out that maybe, just maybe, it I might not have to do it. I mean, uh, for those people, I'm I'm guessing unless you have uh, you're like me and not checking social media and all those things, um, uh, Elon Musk has been forced to. <laughs> That's my favorite part, by the way. Um, he, he originally wanted to, and he backed out, and then there was a lawsuit, and so now he ha- he was forced to do it. And because he was forced to do it, they've realized Elon Musk realized. Wait a minute. Even though this is a a company that's worth that much money, it was I was reading it was losing over a billion dollars every single year. It was losing money every year. Yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. Like you know, it, even though uh, it, there's all this, um, uh, it, it's a ton of money. Um, but uh, Elon Musk, being the the guy that he is, has decided that you know um, I'm going to. I'm going to do something about it. He he wants to make sure that it's profitable. So he has laid off thousands of people um, from his brand, uh, from from his company. Um, has taken away their uh, their 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 leave. Their, they've t- they've taken away um, the stay at home uh, policy that they have. Uh, all of this crap, and now he's feuding with his uh, his advertisers. Yeah. So. The whole thing is just funny, and I, I've watched so many videos about it and actually read about it. It's pretty hilarious because the big thing that happened today, literally today, which is the ninth of, the ninth of so by the time you guys hear this, the sixteenth, um, he started uh, uh, using the pay for verification model, the eight dollar one, the eight dollar a month, which so originally started. he wanted. It started today. Oh, wow. Originally he wanted twenty dollars. Stephen King. Uh, uh, complained, and so for Stephen King, he decided to change it to eight dollars. Uh, ironically enough, Stephen King has said, "I'm going to be done with Twitter." <laughs> okay, so here's the thing: um, the verification, the, the authenticity with Twitter before is you had to have a certain amount of followers, and you had to verify that you're actually the person or brand using the Twitter account. So, if you were Mark Hamill, who's one of the biggest guys in on Twitter, and you didn't, you weren't verified, but you're still talking as Mark Hamill. People would be like, "I don't know if this is really what Mark Hamill is saying. If this is truly him, we need to verify that it's actually him. You know, get all the information down. Boom, it's him." Now, if Mark Hamill doesn't pay his eight dollars a month, anybody else can get the handle or use something similar and be uh, like, um verified as someone like if i want to put real real uh mark hamill yeah and then you would pay eight dollars a month and then you would be the real mark hamill verified and it already and then elon's genius way of tackling this is to put if you're not really that person you have to specify that you're a parody account so you have to put somewhere on your profile doesn't say your username though so if if in your profile it says parody, then oh you're gonna be okay. Okay. But this morning, literally, someone bought Rudolph Giuliani and got it uh, verified. verified. Oh, wow. And he started tweeting out the most obscene things <laughs> that maybe Rudy Giuliani wouldn't say, or maybe, maybe he would. We yeah, don't know. We don't know. But um, 
Yeah, and there's you, you think it's kind of funny because like you see the guy and you see the blue check mark next to his name, and it's like that's how it was before. Is Dennis talked about it? I and Lou are big time Twitter users. I scroll through that thing every time. The reason being is Twitter is the only real time pop culture or real time, um, yeah, pop culture uh, social media thing. Where if you post something on Facebook, like 10 days later, someone might finally see it. On Twitter, if you ask, was that an earthquake? Someone will respond in three seconds, yes, that was an earthquake. Which is a thing that we do in California, because earthquakes. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen while we're doing this. Anyways, like, um, so I, I, I'm literally on the site hours upon end every day. Because it's like, well, to be honest, we generate a lot of ideas for the podcast from there it's because like we, we we try to be up to date with pop culture stuff so there's that there's also news things um you find out about um like the elections that are coming up and everything or the elections that have just come up just and then happened. that just happened yesterday and and you you get to hear everything in practical real time like the news is only accurate if it's on at the moment whereas in twitter if you think you missed something for a second, someone's going to catch you up on it. So it's like, yeah, you'll, you'll see all the trending topics and everything. So now if you have say CNN, the a trusted news source, not the trusted, there's some stuff, but like, and someone else creates an account very similar to it and looks just like it's a CNN thing and it's verified. You might believe the news that is coming out of that account. That is the mo. That's kind of the thing that has mobilized a lot of the negativity that we have in this country, where it's like, dude, you know, maybe that wasn't from a trusted source, and now those people are, are buying up the things so that they can actually. I mean, people are doing it as a joke at first, just to see how far they can go. But at the same time, like his reasoning is, is because you're paying for it now. Your information will go to the top of everyone's feed, so oh, wow. you're pay you're paying for I the engagement. Yeah, you're paying for the engagement. It's literally like here's your eight bucks a month. Now, when you post a tweet, everybody's gonna see it, not just your followers. So it's buying followers. So what you're saying is, um, we need to start coming up with eight bucks a month. <laughs> we could. <laughs> we could totally do that. <laughs> But we could also like just put out a bunch of crap on it and be like. <laughs> so, um, um, I, I, I can't. I, I can go by uh, uh, Elon E L L O N Musk and get it verified, and that would be popping up uh, up there with, with in the Twitterverse as official. Yeah. So, like people now are just changing their names. So there's your username, and then there's the name that you put next to it. Like mine just says Harold, and then it says my username. But people are just putting Elon Musk as their names, and then quote-unquote parody next to it. But if you see Elon Musk and you see a blue check next to it, you're going to have to take a second to look at the verified user, the verified username after that. It's such a pain. It's hasn't it hasn't really affected anything yet because it is fairly new like i said it just happened today but hopefully this is what everyone was complaining about is like just 
it was it was a great space. It's not the best place. It's one of the most toxic things that have ever been created. But at the same time, it was very informative, and you'd have a lot of fun on it. And what was wrong with it? Nothing. The only thing wrong with it was it was losing money. It was only losing money because people were doing what they're doing now. This is like we said is he's battling with the advertisers because the advertisers don't want to advertise on Twitter if they put a tweet and then right next to it is some kind of death threat or homophobic or something that they don't want like, you know, associated with their account, which is like people and people do that as a joke all the time. It's like if I tweet something and then like there's a celebrity that tweets next to me and then we post at the same time, it looks like we're talking to each other or it looks like we're in the same arena. So it's kind of weird, but it just how that's how like the the um the algorithm goes sometimes. And advertisers have literally been pulling out because they're like there's nothing in it for us if no one's going to engage in our tweets because they think that we're like bad people. So well, as somebody who uh, is a, a faithful user of uh, Twitter, um you know, you've mentioned already, I mean, it's it's not a huge flood yet, but there have been some significant names that have said that they were going to leave um that they were going to go follow somewhere else um the co-founder of uh of twitter um has officially um started beta on a new program that that he has uh which is uh, another uh you know another I, I, I wouldn't call it similar to twitter because i haven't seen it yet um but you know he's talking about it's, it's a social media uh, a new social media account and there's already like the moment it was announced uh, that uh, Elon Musk was going to do the paid-for blue checkmark, um, the numbers on that the of, of the the potential users that are waiting for beta just just multiplied in you know um, just to a high level you know so you you just said that of course it it just started today um, what do you think is the possibility of Twitter losing um, its a stronghold as the number one, um, you know, uh, social media w- 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 way of talking to each other. It, you would figure that no social media site or no social media is ever safe from downfall. Obviously, with both MySpace and Facebook, even Friendster, like we, at least me. I use Facebook for our messenger system because it's because one of us doesn't have an iPhone. <laughs> um, also, you know, connecting with family and whatever. But I don't really post things, and we unless we post it on our our um, our two fanboys account. You're saying I, I'm obsolete with my Facebook? No, we use it for the for the <laughs> fan page. But like, we don't really put like you know we really I, I don't really post stuff on Facebook anymore. Yeah. I don't really follow a lot of people's posts anymore. Um, so it's like there's no guarantee that anything's ever going to hold on to that thing. Mm. So, so it to, could still be there. It could still be a powerful it's, Yeah, tool. it could still be there. It might not be the, the number one, what it is right now. But, um, yeah, there's always going to be alternatives. People are going to like whatever the interface is. That's mainly the best thing about anything is like how the interface is going to be because... You know, Facebook is pretty, practically unusable nowadays. <laughs> uh, Twitter, it's literally just like, hey, I posted something. Oh, yeah, I saw it. And um, there's always been, there's been alternatives. 
you know, uh, a lot of conservative sites who tried to do their version of it um, failed spectacularly as far as I know, just because um, I guess one of the main things about Twitter, at least, is people love to argue. But if you're on a strictly, like, even if there was, like, a strictly liberal site or anything, um, there wouldn't be much to argue because, you know, there's no opposing side to you. That's true. So Unless you're... Unless you really, really like um, want to um, argue with somebody, just non. Yeah, there are people who can go in there just to troll. So you know, gotcha. I mean, there there are people that that's what they do anyways. It's like they create accounts just to troll people, and I mean, whatever floats your boat. But yeah, it's it's amazing. Again, uh, somebody that um, who knows about Twitter but uh, is not a uh, um, you know a user himself. Um, it's just fascinating to see. Um, just how much of a commotion, um, you know, the one guy, I mean, I know he's the richest man in the world, but w- how much um, havoc a one guy can wreck um, and, and his name and is, is there all the time. And it just seems like, you know, just based on the, the, what I'm reading, it just doesn't seem like he understands what he's doing or at least the effect of what he's doing. And if he does, then it's just amazing that he's still willing to actually proceed with it yeah because according to him he's losing four million dollars a day on this thing which to him is chump change but eventually that's going to add up Mm -hmm. um and his his brilliant idea was to charge people for their verification and then to lay off all the people and then when everything in the interface started going down he had to rehire those people and a lot of them were just like no we're not going to I mean, unless you're considering like considerably paying us more money, we're not coming back to you. So, is there a, like uh, I wonder if there's a a chance that I mean I know they're already doing the paid for uh, verification, but if I just want to use Twitter, I don't I don't I don't need to verify. I, I it's still free. Right? Yeah, it's still free as far as as of now. Yeah, Sorry. that's my next question. You think, yeah, you think that there's a possibility considering this is Elon Musk and he is. Um, He's trying to make money out of this. What are the chances that it'll be like a, you know, I mean, every streaming service already does it. Might as well well do it. Here's the thing. I don't think he's ever going to pay for access, regular access. What I do think he's going to do is oversaturate your regular timeline with ads, promoted ads. And it's going to make it like unscrollable. Like now, You get the whole targeted ads thing, so it's like it, it, you know it, the algorithm knows who you are, knows what you like, and it'll show you stuff, and you're like, ah, oh, okay, and you won't know it's an ad until at the bottom it'll say promoted. Mm-hmm. So, I really think it's just going to be a bunch of non-specified promoted ads where you don't know it's an ad, and you think it might be an account, so you might interact with it. It's ah, super sketchy, but it's not illegal yet, so. I don't know. Well, we'll see. And you know, it is drama. It is something that um worth taking a look at. And it's going to be interesting um where this is going to take us. Um, you know, is it going to be the next? Is Twitter going to be the next MySpace? You know, or um, I uh, with the number of people still using, it, I seriously doubt it. But who knows? And maybe we will see. Maybe in the ashes of Twitter, a new platform will rise, and Dennis will actually finally understand how to use it. Well, the one that they're making, I think it's called Mastodon? Something like that, yes. Mastication? I mean, Tadon, Tadon. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. I don't know, Twitter was, and to tweet, so what are you going to do? 
Hey, um, you're gonna tusk him. Hey, are you are you masticating today? <laughs> no. Did you see my chew? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I think you had a game. For I us do. Today. I do. So we're gonna end. We're gonna kind of. Uh, sort of wrap things up with a little bit of a game that I have for Dennis here. Um, one of my favorite things to do with Den is to um, see how great he is with past pop culture stuff. Oh, God. Um, so here we're going to go. We, we, you have seen my record. This, I do. This is why it's going to be. I start panicking. Are you gonna be, I think you're going to be good on this one. Okay. You, you say this all the time. I know. And I, you, you fail me. Thirty-three percent of the time, you're pretty. You're you're gonna be good in this one. Okay. I have a feeling this is this is gonna be one. Okay, we'll see. That you're gonna we'll be good. We'll okay, we'll so see. this past weekend they had the uh, uh, induction ceremony for the Hall of, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Class of 2022. Yes. Did you see any of the inductees? No, I did not. Okay, where well, you are gonna play the game where I'm gonna name a something, maybe a song or something you might know them by, and you have to figure out who the inductee is. Uh, we should start names. Yeah, we're gonna I go names. Have to name yeah, you're gonna, name. we're gonna go. I already lost. We're gonna we're gonna start easy. We're gonna start easy. I already lost at this point. Starting really easy. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go with my favorite reference because I love this. This artist is a man who you say you could sing all of his songs at karaoke because he's in your range. Kill <laughs> <laughs> Um. 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 Lionel Richie. <laughs> he nailed it. <laughs> His face popped up. <laughs> so the mustache and the fro. <laughs> See, this is how well we, we know each other. Is that when one time Dennis just said, you know what I realized? I could sing. I'm in Lionel Richie's range. So I can sing all of his songs at karaoke. All right. So See? Easiest one. Hello. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, if you're not saying goodbye, you're saying hello. <laughs> okay, next one. Uh, a female country artist. The, Reba McIntyre. The biggest female... Dolly con- Parton. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Reba McIntyre. <laughs> I went with Reba before Dolly Parton. Look, to be fair, I thought Dolly Parton would have already had... Okay. Like, uh, so this is, a, this is the thing that's funny is um, these people, pretty much mo- all of these guys are... You would not call them what they call traditional rock and roll artists. That's why Lionel Richie, who's been making hits since, you know... God knows. The 70s with the Commodores... And Dolly Parton, who's been doing the same, just got in this year because they've been really lax about. It. Like they've let a bunch of uh, hip hop artists in, so we're gonna go with that. We're gonna go with a hip hop artist because if anybody knows hip hop, you can't stop. Okay, the biggest hip hop artist ever. Will Smith got in. Oh God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Will. <laughs> I know, I know that 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 face slapping wasn't gonna stop you. Wasn't, wasn't gonna get you down. Congratulations, Will Smith. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, obviously, it's not Will Smith. Um, the biggest rock and roll star, hip hop star. Oh, hip hop star. Hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. Um, biggest hip hop star. Uh, give me another clue. Give me another clue. I, I and I know this person. You do know this person. Okay. Um, hold on. Uh, because, um, what, what's his name? Uh, 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 Mr. Beyonce. No, it's not Jay Z. Okay, cool. 
Um, some people call him one of the greatest rappers of all time. Eminem. All right. I just thought he was the biggest. I would call he's, no, Eminem he just, one of the biggest rappers. He sold, he sold the most records than any other okay, hip-hop artist, okay. besides Drake. Okay, see. But then Drake is streamed a lot do, more. Do I look like I know numbers? That's true. But at the same time, when people think of rapper and it's not like no, like no, the biggest of all time. You, you said hip-hop. Yeah. But if you said rapper, first person I'm going to go to Will Smith? Is, is Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least, at least you, you know, you're you're dedicated to my, who you are. I know my lane. You know who you are. <laughs> but after Will Smith, the only other person that I can understand is Eminem. You know, because it turns out that I am the real Slim Shady. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Dennis, the real Slim Shady. Okay, this is where it kind of gets. Look. We're running out of time. We're no, we, we, yeah, you're, we, we no, 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 we got to go to the... You have something to share. I do, after after the fact. We're just going with the main people here. Okay. <laughs> this person wrote, um, We Belong. We Belong. Uh, the one that they sang in Pitch Perfect? <laughs> I knew you, you know what I knew you were going to go with <laughs> That song, that bumper and fatty music. What do you mean, what do you mean reference? No, that, that was a real story. That yeah, that, song. yeah, that's them. It's pretty close. Um, Pat Benatar. <laughs> but that was, uh, but but it was it was her singing. Yeah, Pat Benatar is a woman. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. All right. Um, Benatar. Patricia Benatar. Patricia Benatar. I didn't know Pat. This is the first news to me, ladies and gentlemen. Did not know that Pat Benatar was not Patrick Benatar. <laughs> okay. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm I have a podcast about uh, about pop culture. Yeah, <laughs> I just knew Patrick Benatar in that. Okay, uh, last two. Wait, I'm wait, gonna wait. I'm gonna skip one because oh, no, hold on. Uh-huh. You you you're telling me Patty Labelle didn't get in. Patty Labelle, I think has been in. Okay, cool. Maybe. Good job. She, she she's just great. Um, Good job, Patty. Um, they're named after a science fiction villain. I don't know why that's so bad. Okay. Some of their songs include Hungry Like the Wolf, Rio, A View to a Kill, The Reflex. Look, five, four, 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 four to five, four, four, five, four, five is pretty good. Five is pretty good. Okay. Okay, one last one. Okay, one that last was one. Duran Duran. How do I know that Duran Duran is... <laughs> Is a science fiction novel. Is that Dune? Is that what it is? Dune? I forgot what movie that was from. Uh, someone will figure it out. It's Juran Juran. Okay. Last one. 
Okay, I can't do that. Like, I can't do this one because this is a little bit too hard. But you could have gone like you know a, a Filipino uh, a, a treat with bananas and sugar. I could have said Jufran, Jufran, Turon, Turon. No, nobody else got into the Hall of Fame, guys. Nobody else got in. But shout out, shout, shout out to, to those to guys. <laughs> Someday, Will Smith. Shout out to Will Smith and uh, Patty Lavelle. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a fantastic duet that I can't wait to hear. Dennis's Hall of Fame picks. <laughs> I would listen to that song like a million times a day. Um. Okay, so that's that was that. If that, you that was a thing. if you came close to those clues by my terrible clue telling, but still, yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty. I good. think that was one of the most. The fact that it, I even got the word that we, we, we even got the word Pat. It's pretty, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. Okay, so my last thing is, um, it's just a quick aside. We literally talked about literally in the last thing uh, segment about uh, Twitter politics. Um, someone I'm kind of related to won a position in the LA City Council. That is true. I, it, um, a very prestigious role as well. And um, when you told me who it was, I was like, wow. I knew that guy. Yeah. And, okay, so the person who's running is now, as of now, and looks like pretty much projected, projected to. to guarantee win here, is um, Kenneth Mejia, the new L.A. City uh, controller. Now, Kenny Mejia, I'm oh, sorry, I called him Kenny because... That's he's, how cool that's he's, is. he's practically family. He's also... A confirmandee that I had to be a sponsor for in confirmation like 15 years ago. Is that actually the term confirmandee? That's what they call the people who are getting confirmed. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Okay, so here's the story that I think is hilarious before I go into my relationship with Kenny. Okay, we're, we're not going to like, uh, we're not, we're not, he's not, we're not going to get him canceled. No, no, no. It's, it's, okay. it's, it might, it might even be you. Okay. Um, you got married. X amount of years ago, uh-huh. we had a bachelor party. Um, yeah, you were there. Uh, I hope you were there for your bachelor party. Oh, bachelor party? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I was. Um, the, next, the morning, everybody else was supposed to leave, or in the afternoon. I was supposed to leave early in the morning. I, I missed my flight. The only reason I had to get back to Los Angeles is because at 10.30 that morning, I had to be at church for... Uh, to represent as his uh, sponsor. Oh, wow. If not, he would not have gotten confirmed and he would have to do it all over again. Wow. So he was literally calling and texting me like, dude, I hope you're on your way. I miss my flight. I end up somehow getting a, catching a flight an hour later and barely making it in time. Here's the thing. Um, I came into that place smelling like Vegas. So we're in the front of the church. I smell like alcohol and cigarettes. Because I hadn't gotten a chance to change. Because right when I woke up, I was like, oh, dang, I missed my flight. And I lost my voice. So I was like, I don't know what was going on there. So anyways, I to, that's why I left your bachelor party early. And so he can be confirmed. Oh, that's a good start. And with them, it's every person in my family is a sponsor for each of their siblings. That's why I got Kenny last. Kenneth last, sorry. Um, my mom got the oldest daughter. My sister got the next daughter. My dad has the oldest son. And then I got Kenneth. So, congratulations to Kenny. Um, he ran for Congress a few years ago. It didn't work out too well. 
Um, but he knew that when he did that, that he was going, he wanted to go into politics. And as someone who has seen him succeed from being uh, a little kid that would just follow us around at our dance practices and uh, hit kids in the head with golf clubs on accident, um, you know, to the person, he, I hope <laughs> might have to edit that part. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a funny story. He doesn't really care. I hope he doesn't care. But um, like um, uh. You know, I'm really proud of the guy. I'm, I'm glad to see that he was able to finally find his focus and, and a passion that he had. He ran one of the best um, campaigns I've ever seen in my life. The dude practically didn't spend as much money as his opponent. Didn't sp- was nowhere clear to, close to spending what his opponent spent. And got everybody talking about him. So, I mean, and he used his dogs... <laughs> So, people, so our the running joke in our group chat was, uh, I guess I'm voting for the dogs today. <laughs> I mean, look, it worked out. Uh, it worked out really well. Um, like I said, I knew Kenny when he, uh, Kenneth, when he was younger. Um, and dude, um, the fact that I know somebody uh, that can be that successful, um, I'm gonna give myself a pat in the back. Yeah, kind of like Pat Benatar. <laughs> Um, but real quick, before we end our, our, our episode today, um, one quick story, though, is that um, um, in front of the, uh, the Oliver audience, um, can you finally admit that you took home um, a gift? It didn't happen. A gift from it wasn't me. guys. If you imagine this. In my bachelor party, a gift that was, that was for, for me. I'm just saying. All of a sudden disappeared. I'm saying this. I had to get onto a plane where my bags were checked. That's I would have been embarrassed if that thing had embarrassment, been embarrassment. True, but, but I would have not, admitted it. Illegal. It's not, but I would have admitted it, and then I now wouldn't have to look up Amazon and see how much they cost. And oh, wait, wait. <laughs> there's a stop on the recording. I don't know. Don't look at my Amazon search chart, please. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't me, because you know me. I'm very uh, frugal with my spending. Like, if I already have something, I don't know. Oh, damn it, that's wrong. If I have something, you know I buy multiple versions of it. So, this was, maybe this was the first of many. Okay? So, all I'm saying. Um, so if I'm you, saying we didn't check Jay's bags, right? I mean, it was gone when when before we left, is all, is all we're saying. Okay? And you were the only person that had left, I think. So, if you I are a member, if you want, if you ever want, wow, if you ever want a Patreon... For us, um, that's going to be one of the things where we make Harold admit to his crime. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, so, I think that's pretty much... And that's our episode for the day, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Um, so, if you really liked our episode today, um, you know, you could take a look at our older episodes. Um, you could take a look at us at... Or take a listen at um, two fan, uh, The Two Fanboys, One Podbean one wow. casual. The two fanboys, one casual dot pod dot dot com for all of our old episodes. And of course, Lou. And you can find us on Facebook. Type it in the search bar, two fanboys and a filthy casual at our main page as well as our very active group page where a lot of like minded nerds, geeks, gamers, fanboys and fangirls share memes, news and jokes all over. Thank you very much, Lou. That was very informative. So glad you're back, Lou. Uh, also, you can find us on all the other socials, Instagram, Twitter, 
unless we have to pay for Twitter, uh, TikTok at Two Fanboys One Casual, and uh, you can catch me streaming on twitch.tv slash casualfanboygaming, and then as usual, anywhere you find your favorite podcast, we are there as well. Well, that's it for us today. This is Two Fanboys and a Filthy Casual. Thank you for being here. I hope you really enjoyed it. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. <laughs> couldn't find the button. I couldn't find the button. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Is there a... Uh, this Bye. is uh, fun with soundboards. <laughs> <laughs>